This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Michael with you today. In the studio is Pastor Craig Jarvis. Yo. Yo. Pastor Craig is our uh, church planning pastor, and and, uh, him and crew are going to be planting another Village Church location. Um, God willing, fingers crossed, uh, Easter 2017. And uh, I'm very excited. So Craig is with us. Pastor Tim had a meeting to run to, so um, we brought Craig in for some of the most difficult questions possible. All right, Craig, ready? Fantastic. Is smoking a sin? Now, the person goes on, and here's what they say. What if you hide it? Uh, (laughs) So uh, we do have to make some distinctions, right? There are different ways of, or different things to smoke. I mean, could they be talking about crack cocaine? Right. We'll just go off the cuff and say, that's a sin. How are you feeling about that? Good. good. (laughs) Um, You have marijuana, which is a whole nother, you know, subject. Um, And uh, I'll just tell you my two cents on that. And I'll say, I do not think Christians should be smoking pot, even if it's legal. Um, Personal reasons for that, scientific reasons for that, medical, whatever, you know, but by and large, anecdotal reasons, because of those that I've known who have smoked pot and I've been around people who are high, they are not functional. Mm. Let me say this. They're not as functional as they think they are. Mm. (laughs) Your opinion? Yeah, that's a tough one because it's so prevalent in our society today. And who'd have thought that we'd get to this point where it's now a very relevant conversation inside the church? Yeah, for sure. Um, But we're there, and so the questions need to be asked. And and um, I, you know, I I think that there are are folks that need good answers on this, and some Mm -hmm. are going both ways, and they're still good people. Yep. Uh, They just need to to have talking about recreational. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, we did a whole. um, I can't remember what the. Uh, episode was, but on uh, marijuana, medical marijuana, yeah. that's a whole different bag altogether, you know? So we're just talking like recreational, right. like that's the, should a Christian be recreationally smoking pot if, um, if the government legal. says, right. yes. The caveat that I always start with is why do you want to do it? Mm-hmm. What What is your- Let's co- say motives are all good. Well, I'd, I'd have to know what the good motive was. <laughs> G- it's like uh, alcohol or sex. Jesus made stuff to feel good and makes me feel good. And he likes when I feel good. And I'm, praise God for his glory that I feel good when and, I smoke pot. And I've even heard, uh, you know, that I've got some <laughs> aches and pains and the yeah. and the marijuana helps those aches and pains go yeah, down. That's the medical side. That's just, that's that end of stuff. Well, so, some folks do it without having the medical card, though. Yeah. And so they've, they've Yeah, the government makes it, it legal. Like, this isn't because a doctor or somebody tells me that it would help me. This is just... I like to smoke pot. I think the challenge is um, you can use anything to justify an action. Yeah. And you can make yourself have, have aches and pains that can yeah. only be alleviated by medical and uh, legalized marijuana. So yep. I, I'm not sure the question is even as easy to answer, even yeah. though it's it's legalized. Yeah. Because our brains have a wonderful way of making self-justification yep. very, very normal. For sure. So um, so that's why I would start with a question. Why why yeah. do you need to do this? And um it's it's a tough one to to tackle. It, it probably wouldn't have been twenty years ago, yeah. But it is now because it's so prevalent yep. in our yep. society. And I think just like normal, the church needs to lead the way in this, and not the culture lead the church. So let's go to the next question: um, cigarettes. So I think this is what the person is talking about. By the way, mm-hmm. I just you know, in case it's not, we can cover the gamut on stuff. Um, is smoking a sin? So let's just talk about the no does. Okay. These are the things that like, I know that we are going to agree on period. Mm -hmm. If you're addicted to anything, I don't care what it is. It's an idol. It's an idol. You you got whatever. Um, there should never be a moment with any substance where you need it unless it's food. (laughs) 
I'm thinking through yeah, all think of the that, right? Yeah. <laughs> that might be the case. Yes. I'm not talking about like chemotherapy. I'm just talking about like recreationally, like, oh, if I don't have it, I can't function. Right, you know, right, like right. Yes. if you have that kind of right. need for something, you're you are dependent may not, upon it. Yeah. I would even phrase that because you may not do it all the time, right? But certain circumstances come up and you're like, I gotta have this. Yes, like, I gotta yes, have yes, it right yes. now. Well, no, you you don't need this right now. There are other ways to cope. Anyway, so Let's get to the smoking part. You're addicted. No good. You absolutely need it to function. Like that's not good. Maybe it's more um, Why haphazard. Not, Can I touch on that yeah. for a second? Uh, like alcoholism would yep. fall into that as well. Totally. Or maybe yep. even not alcoholism, but I just need, I need some wine. I need a drink. I, I need a beer right, a now. Drink right now. So all of this would fall into the same purview as what we're talking about. And yep. it's simply because when I need something in order to function, I'm taking the power away from the power that lives within me. That's mm-hmm. Jesus Christ and his power to function and to give me the power to take any onslaught yep. and do it with his grace. And I'm giving it to something else. Yep. And, and that's the challenge, right? Yep. Which is why we enjoy things to enjoy them. Yes. We don't enjoy things to function. To function. Yes. And I that is, I love that high fives across the table. Yeah. Bam. I like that. That's good. That's that's quotable, and I would use that from now on. Nice. So we got all that off the bat, right? Yep. But let's just say uh, I'm a believer in Jesus. My friends are going out. Um, we're sitting at a park. I just want to have a cigarette because in the same way that I want to have a beer, it just makes me feel good. You know, I'm not wasted. I'm not inebriated. I'm not anything else. Right. Uh, my friends, their witness is not like up in arms about it. They don't care whether I do or don't, you know, they don't have all these rules that maybe many Christians in our life have. Right. Um, in that moment, is it a sin? I don't need it. It's just pure. I like the way nicotine makes me feel in the form of a cigarette. I don't have to have it. Could if I want, what do you think? I'd have a hard time categorizing that as a sin. Now here's why. Uh, I've been to several churches down south, and if you've been down there, then some of those churches will actually have ashtrays out front so that the <laughs> the elders or the deacons in the church can go to church in the morning, and then you know they can't get through the whole morning without yeah. having a cigarette, so they'll come out and have a cigarette. Uh, so in that culture, yeah, that's widely accepted. Isn't that interesting? It is very like interesting. in the Midwest. Yeah, not so. Not so. For most conservative churches, if you saw someone smoking outside of the church there'd be somewhat of a judgment. Right. Right. Like, right. Yeah. And that might actually be a sin. Yeah. Because we're so quick to judge. Yep. So I'd have a hard time categorizing it as a sin. That's mm-hmm. a sin. But again, we go back to the question, why do you feel like you yeah. need I that? Say, I sense a big butt coming here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works on so many levels. Do you get it? It works on the joke, like a B-U-T-T, but it also works because of a cigarette. <laughs> No, don't cut, Dan. This is good. I I really felt like the multi-layered levels of that joke demands our audience to know that was good on so many levels. All right. So so there is a big buzzer. So the, it, coming back to the question, why do you need it? If you come to know the Lord, you're going to have all kinds of addictions, and it's so easy to yeah. pick on the ones that you easily see. I yep. mean, we do that all the time yep. as as believers, right? And that's a fault in and of itself. If somebody's struggling with the sin that easily besets them, and that happens to be cigarettes because they came to know the Lord after 30 years of addiction to totally. it. I have so much sympathy we absolutely, for cigarette addicts. Oh, my goodness. Who, who come to Christ, like so much sympathy. That is so That's hard. a hard one to get yeah. rid of. Now, I've seen people surrender it to the Lord, and the glory of God is elevated in their lives because they're able to give up this huge addiction. Yep. Alcoholism, same thing. Some some addictions have their uh, pornography, same mm. thing. They put their claws in you so deep that it's hard to get 
get rid of those things. But if you want to get rid of them, you need to know this. The power that lives inside of you is greater than the power that lives outside of you. And mm-hmm. so you have the ability, Jesus said, there's no temptation that will overcome you mm-hmm. um, because you have the grace to, to get through it. So if we really believe that, and when you're smoking a cigarette, if the Holy Spirit's speaking to you and telling you, this, this is a bad deal. You're looking bad. You're you're ruining your body. Your health is going to pot. <laughs> you like that ah, one? That was good. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love the puns. <laughs> you're oh. you're you're a bad example to your children. Yeah. You know you don't want them to be doing that, and and yet you keep doing it. What you need to come to real terms with is you've got an issue. Yeah. And if you surrender that to the Holy Spirit, you wait and see the glory of God revealed mm-hmm. in your life because He will give you the power to overcome. So there, there's one distinction that came to my mind because um, when you have we'll talk about three addictions: alcoholism pornography and smoking cigarettes, nicotine. An alcoholic is always inebriated, mm-hmm. right? Like when you when you consume, your mental state changes. Mm-hmm. It actually has a dynamic, immediate um, effect on you. Pornography always has an, a dynamic, immediate physical effect, effect on you, physical yeah. effect on you mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond just the physical sexual results, I'm just saying like mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. spiritually, right. it's just a very, very powerful thing. Uh, cigarettes are less mm-hmm. of an effect. Um, and in terms of, of, we'll just say damage, um, one cigarette is like, let's say I'm an addict to nicotine and I am like, ah, I need a cigarette, right? That is very different than a porn addict going back and saying, I just got to look at porn one more time or an alcoholic saying, I just need to get wasted one more time. I mean, I want to just, I do want to put them in categorical differences. Okay. Um, I don't know that any of them are easier to give up, but one person smoking a cigarette is going to have a very different effect on their soul and body than a porn addict or an alcoholic. Would you agree with that? Yes, unless they become addicted to cigarettes. Because- well, I'm saying the, the the addict. You have three different addicts, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to have a terrible effect on your body though, right? Um, yeah, but it doesn't inebriate you. No. Um, it does not. It doesn't change your personality. It doesn't change your personality, uh, et cetera. It's Calms just, you I down. just want to put it in a category okay. that's a little bit Got different, it. you know? Because yep. I do know when we talk about addictions, we can clump them all together, but I do put cigarette addiction in a different category of than pornography and alcoholism. Uh, Dan, our producer, chimed in. We can share what he said. Um, Craig, would you just give us a little overview of what of what he said about smoking? So smoking, we often hear it calms you down. Actually, apparently, it, it calms you down by taking you off of the anxiety of not smoking. Yep. So if you if you don't smoke, your your anxiety level builds. So when you do smoke, it brings you Levels kind of back AI, down yeah. to normal. Which is different, though, for a person who's not addicted. Because right. if you're not addicted, right, a right, cigarette right. technically could calm you down. It's just a different category knowing your addiction level and yep. whatnot. Yep. So we already agree, though, if you're addicted, it's bad, it's wrong, you need to stop and addicts can't dabble right so oh, yeah, um i'm not an alcoholic and if i want to have a beer it doesn't change my life it doesn't throw me into some downward spiral right. if i was an alcoholic i would need to abstain from alcohol forever it's just the, the nature s- of addiction the sin that easily besets you yeah and um so if you're if you're addicted to cigarettes then you need to figure out a way to get off of it mm-hmm. um and then you need to never touch them again yep, right agreed. so but let's just say you're not an addictive personality you know this is where i want to push the issue mm-hmm. and i want to push it because I don't want to just give people the opportunity to get off easy. You know, like I, I want to make, I want to really make people think. So when you see the person who's having a cigarette, and this is going to apply, by the way, I think principally to a cigar, because um, you can have a cigar and a cigarette not be addicted. And if you can enjoy a cigar, cigar the question stands, can you enjoy a cigarette? And what's the difference? And there is, I think, a fundamental difference in two levels, which I'll talk about in a minute. But can you recreationally, if you're not addicted, enjoy a cigarette? I would say yes. 
I would say yes, because there's nothing in scripture that you look at that would that would cause that to fall under the category of sin if it's not an addiction. Now, unless yeah. you're lying to yourself, mm-hmm. but we've removed all of that. Yeah, right? we're removing all that. Yeah. If it's just something that that you enjoy once in a while, I would say it'd be very difficult to categorize it as a sin. All right. Now, next question. Yeah. Is it wise? No. Okay. So when you inhale and, a cigarette, that actually has right. dynamic effects on your body and your lungs. Right. Um, it's not the same as eating a Twinkie. Right. Let's be straight. Right. Right. It has negative, immediate, dynamic effects yep. when you're smoking a cigarette. Yep. Okay. So then let's transition to cigars mm-hmm. because this is the question for dudes everywhere, Christian, non-Christian, whatever. Like guys love to sit around a fire, drink a beer and have a cigar. Mm-hmm. True story. 16 years old, my friend Dave bought me a Cuban cigar. Uh, we live next to Canada. So in Canada, you can go get Cuban cigars. Yep. So he went over the border, got me a Cuban cigar, came back, and uh, I'd never smoked a cigar before. So I inhaled the whole freaking thing. <laughs> wow. I Those laid Cubans. on my couch in my basement <laughs> all night long, <laughs> puking <laughs> my guts out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Epic fail <laughs> oh and uh anyways so um but generally okay uh you don't inhale cigars you'll get secondary smoke you can smell it obviously but like crazy people inhale w- cigars y- yes yeah. so the way you enjoy a cigar is very different than the way you enjoy a cigarette which is two things make cigars and cigarettes categorically different in my mm-hmm. brain number one is the way you enjoy them. Um, one is immediately cigarettes bring the smoke into your lungs. You hold it, you puff out. It has dynamic negative effects, um, much more immediate nicotine mm-hmm. like into your bloodstream. Okay. Number two is a social, uh, I would just say stereotype of cigarettes mm-hmm. that cigars don't have. I think in the Christian world and even in the non-Christian world, increasingly cigarettes are looked down upon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would just say there is a social stigma growing around cigarettes that does not exist with cigars. That's correct. And so I think the social stigma and the negative physical effects because of the way people smoke cigarettes mm-hmm. would lead me to say it may not be sin if you enjoy it once in a while, but it is not wise. And it's also the way that they're made. Mm. So a cigar is natural. And while a cigarette Which has- is why I can't inhale it without puking. <laughs> That's all That's all natural, whereas a cigarette is chemical. Mm. So when you inhale a chemical into your lungs, mm-hmm. uh, which is what you do with a cigarette, you're implementing a change to your body. Yep. And that has the potential of becoming hazardous. It also has the potential of becoming uh, addictive. Yep. That's what they create it to be. As yeah. much as, you know- They it, want you to be addicted. They want that's you how to they be get addicted. your money. Right. I mean, c- cigar uh, manufacturers are not creating addictions. No. Cigars are a different thing. You buy those for the taste. You buy them for the uh, because that's basically all you you bring it in your mouth you ex, you ex, expel it from your mouth mm-hmm. but it doesn't go into your lungs mm-hmm. so it's it's actually a lot a lot safer than even being around a campfire because in a campfire you're constantly breathing in that smoke it's mm-hmm. it's a very similar kind of experience yep. but it's 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 a flavor it's a different kind of experience and it does uh, have the because it's tobacco it calms it brings a, a calm to people. Okay, so when is smoking a cigar sin? When it becomes addictive. And what what becomes addictive about smoking a cigar if you're not primarily bringing the nicotine into your lungs? Well, anything can become addictive because you touché, can you touché. can like the experience so much that you're unwilling to give it up. And anything yep. that you're unwilling to give up, save Jesus Christ alone, mm-hmm. that is a that is an addiction 
and you need, need to treat it as such. So I've got a, a 25 year old son. He's a Christian. Um, he's on staff at a church. I'm making this up by the way. I'm only 36. So I don't have a 25 year old son, but That'd be an amazing uh, thing. yes, it would be an amazing thing. Uh, Sarah Abraham. Thing. Yes. And he and his, and his Christian buddies, they go out, they sit in my backyard and they smoke cigars and have a beer together. Uh, is this inherently sin? The optics need to be considered. Mm-hmm. You know, how does that look? How does it look? Right? Yeah. yeah. I would say the optics need to be considered. However, if he's like you said, if he's among, he's over 21, right? He's 25. Yeah. So he's- My fake child. He, yeah. His name is Sebastian. <laughs> Calvin. Yeah. That's uh, his middle name. I didn't <laughs> want to be too offensive with it, but you know, I just put it right in the middle. I would say consider the optics, but also if he's not offending anyone, mm-hmm. if there's nobody there that's going to be offended by that, if he's with friends that understand that this is not an addiction for him, they know him, they know his Christian testimony, it doesn't affect his Christian testimony, then I would say it's between him and the Lord. All right. Can we just dismantle a huge- blah, disgusting idea in the Christian world. If somebody heard about that, it would upset them. Oh, yeah. And so you will make a brother or sister stumble. Can we just clarify? That is not what it means to make a brother or sister stumble. Nope. Me living in freedom and provoking your judgmentalism, the fact that I use the English standard version can make somebody judge me and stumble and think less of me. You know what I'm saying? To make somebody stumble means to put them in a position where they're going to fall into that sin. That's right. If somebody sees me and is upset with me because I'm smoking a cigar, that is not what it means to make them stumble. Now, it could be a sin in a different level, right? Because I need to be very aware if I'm going to be a cigar smoker of my surroundings, right? Absolutely. Um, so you can still sin by provoking people to Correct. judgmentalism, but the fact that somebody might get upset if I do something, that's not on me. That's on them. I'm right? glad you said that. The weaker brother is never commended in scripture. Right. There's no passage of scripture that goes, oh, you're a weaker brother. Aww. Everybody should bend to you. That's yep. not what it says. In I love fact, when it says the weaker brother eats only vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. vegetarians. If, if you're weaker, the, the thing that God would scream at you is get stronger. Yep. And so uh, it's important that we we let grace rule in this topic as well as every other topic, because if if you're somebody that goes around and is constantly offended by other people, the chances are they're not the weaker brother. You probably are. Uh, Which is funny, isn't it? Yeah. Like we say, oh, look at you. You're so weak. And yet we are the one who yeah. is struggling. That's right. Anecdotally, I don't know anybody who smokes a cig- cigarette for leisure. I'm just trying to think. I'm sure there are people. I just don't know anybody. So it's more of a hypothetical. Most everybody, everybody I know who smokes a cigarette does it because they're addicted. Most people that I know as well, but they they need to figure out how to kill it. Exactly. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. And, and one final thing that I would say is don't lie to yourself because you may, after hearing what you just said, Michael, you may say, well, I'm not addicted. I just use it for leisure. Michael's wrong. Right. Well, here's a question you should ask yourself. Can you give it up? Yep. If you can give it up for a week, fabulous. If you can give it up for two weeks, even better. If you can give it up for a year, fantastic. But that's the proof whether or not it has you or you have it. Cigars, uh, I do know a handful, tons of Christians, mostly all men. I actually don't know any women that I'm aware of that smoke cigars, but they do it leisurely. They're not addicted. I mean, maybe once a month, twice a month, once yeah. every couple months, whatever, you know. And I don't have a lot of judgment for them at all. I just don't. I don't find, I think in just terms of the culture of cigarettes, that people who start smoking cigarettes inevitably, inevitably, if you do it long enough, get addicted. There's something about cigarettes, the way they're wired and whatnot. So I can imagine a mom 
um, hearing this episode and saying, I can't believe you are telling my high school kid that it might be permissible when they're of age to smoke a cigarette every Mm -hmm. once in a while. And honestly, like, I'm not going to say that to a kid. I'm going to look at a kid and say, it's really probably one of the most unwise things you can do. Very unwise. Goodness. And I would probably look at any high school kid and say, or or college kid and say, um, truthfully, engaging in substances requires an incredible amount of maturity. So if you're going to have a drink or you're going to smoke a cigar, uh, it does require a level of maturity. Like just because the government says something's okay does not mean you're <laughs> like, gosh, this idea that Christians have, that's a whole nother like I podcast, know. right? <laughs> well, the government says I can do the it. The Supreme Court gives yeah. me the right to do or, it. Or like the dad is like, well, he's 18, so he's an adult. Now I'm like, oh, good. So the government gets to determine like when your child is right. like whatever. So um, so I think we beat this question absolutely to death. It is murdered and uh, yeah. we need to move on. So um Again, we're processing this. This is so many nuances, so many caveats, so many tentacles. In a changing world, then, those. Absolutely. And so our goal is to be um, pure and holy, not make up rules where God doesn't make up rules. And so, audience, you're welcome to disagree. You're welcome to bring up challenging retorts and questions. And we'll put Craig back on the spot and make him answer all of them. So um, I want to invite you guys back tomorrow, and uh, Craig will be with us again. And the question for tomorrow is, as a Christian, is it okay to be friends with homosexuals, and transgendered people. Yeah, let's go at it, Craig. See you guys tomorrow.